0: with lens crafted for your lifestyle. Stop by iCare of the Bighorns, located behind Subway on Coffeine Avenue in Sheridan and online at iCareoftheBighorns.com.
1: Jim Markle Sr. doesn't talk about his time in Vietnam, but he's carried it with him ever
2: since. It wasn't until 1980, five years after the end of the Vietnam War, that the condition, post-traumatic stress disorder was even identified. One minute we're
3: in combat, next minute we're back home it was just too much
1: the wild film festival presents return a story that documents a father-son trip to vietnam to hopefully gain an understanding of events that ultimately shape their relationship
0: brought something back from vietnam he's carried with him for 40 plus years now and i think he's going to leave it behind i hope he can
1: return just one of the films at this year's YO Film Festival, September 28th through October 1st.
3: I also like to see what happened to those units that were left behind. We were supposed to pull a lot of people out of Vietnam, and we just left and abandoned them.
1: See the full lineup and get your tickets at YOFilmFest.org.
4: Have you been considering buying or selling real estate? My name is Callie Munsek, and I was born and raised in Buffalo. I have years of experience working as a real estate marketing consultant. Let me take my knowledge and passion for real estate to help navigate you through your real estate transaction. Call me to discuss all of your options, or check us out online at Buffalo LLC.com. Callie at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. Ladies, you know that one thing you've been dying to try but don't know how to get started? Well, I'm here to help. This is Candace Crane, General Manager at sheridan Power Powersports, and I'd like to invite you to check out my podcast, I Wanna Do That, Women Helping Women Explore the Outdoors. This episode, I chatted with motorcycle enthusiast Kate Marr about her transition from riding on-road to off-road and why the challenge of learning dirt bike riding was one of her proudest accomplishments. I Wanna Do That is sponsored by Can-Am and will be available wherever you get your podcast. Are you tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank and Trust, we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer. You're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank and
2: Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. My guests this morning are Sheridan County Commissioners Nick Sittle and Tom Ringley. Good morning,
5: Commissioners. Good morning. Morning, Floyd. How's your summer been? You know, it seems like it went awful fast, doesn't it? It really did. The month of June, it was pretty rainy and pretty cold and you couldn't get out a bunch. And then uh, summer's about over and uh, I was on the mountain yesterday and the fall colors are pretty and, and the grass is turning. i can feel
2: that chill in the air already uh and you know i'm starting to turn the lights on in the house a little (laughs) earlier every night
5: i I saw an interesting fact yesterday that last night was the last time the sun will set after seven o'clock until march really so just so you yeah that's <laughs> i assume the fact is true you never but that's what i saw yesterday thanks yeah. for that thought <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now now you're gonna like you say you're gonna start turning the lights on a little earlier
2: mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, it ain't gonna be long <laughs> until it starts to fly you know right. yep.
5: every every summer you wait you
3: wait you wait and you wait and then all of a sudden it's rodeo and then it's fair there's darn king days then it's over yeah and it's amazing how that works yeah
2: you know having having the events at uh, scheduled times uh, you look forward to it you work for it you get to it it's done before you want it to be and then you just gotta pick everything up and go to the next one and it really makes the summer kind of fly by
5: it does yeah but you
2: know june was so dang wet this year that it just felt like spring lasted months and months and it it
5: did you just couldn't get out and do much i mean it was great for the country boy boy we've got the country looks great this year and and thankfully it stayed wet enough all year that we haven't ever had to put on fire restrictions and it's been a great summer from that respect you know know,
2: and i can't remember the last time around this area there wasn't a fire restriction either here or in johnson county that's right and i think the closest was carbon I think put up a fire restriction and I, I think that's it I I don't know if Johnson County did or not but not to my memory I don't think so so yeah the nice good wet year and it was definitely needed do
5: either of you hunt oh yes sir I sure do I uh I have two actually two elk tags right now and uh and I don't know this year it's going to be a little different different about deer the deer numbers are really down and i'm not sure if i'm going to hunt deer but the elk numbers are really good on the mountain so i'm looking forward to the first of october rolling around and going to the mountain and looking around for an elk
2: are are you one of the hunters you go out during the day come home during the night or do you go out there you got a
5: camp somewhere? i actually truthfully i uh i put my camper trailer at bear lodge during during the season because then i can have electricity in my camper i don't put water in it because i don't want it to freeze up but then i have a comfortable place and and friends come and uh and so yeah so i stay up there quite a bit of the time
2: yeah see my dad was uh he packed in Mm -hmm. had his mules had the horse and he'd head up and he'd be gone for days and days i
5: grew up doing that you know and uh unfortunately we all get a little bit uh i guess a little bit older and creaky little, in the well, joints yeah, yeah. right nick it's that's right. getting to me that's too right. you know yeah
2: <laughs> it's getting to me too yeah uh you know i don't think uh anything will ever stop my father he's 78 years old and he still does that kind of stuff Outstanding. every single day that's great
3: I, I hunted in my youth growing up around here and then i went away for a long time in the service and uh, i just never picked it back up you know so yeah. i don't i don't hunt anymore i i just listen to nick's stories <laughs>
2: <laughs> over I a cup of coffee to him lying, right yeah. <laughs> yeah. i swear to him it was this big yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've all got those uh yeah hunting season's coming to uh, it's actually going in some areas uh for some hunts uh yeah the deer numbers this year kind of kind of concerning we didn't have too much around here but boy i'm telling you where i grew up it it was felt it was really felt over star valley evanston area
5: yeah, it, was a, it right. was a rough winter and the, both the diseases and the and the winter i think were really hard on them
2: absolutely and uh, on that note real quick hunters can help out uh, with the spread of cwd uh, so make sure that uh, you get those lymph nodes up to the game and fish and uh, see if we can't track that a little bit now the city and Wyandotte have been knocking out a lot of construction downtown that's been a huge part of everybody's summer here in Sheridan how do you feel the project's gone so far I know the Commission isn't technically involved but uh, you know you are residents
3: well we are and uh, you know I I think people have adapted I mean I had to get out of my truck uh, two blocks away to go walk to my barber for a little while but so what you know the, yeah. it's getting done so I, it's inconvenient but i think people adjust you know and I, I my opinion is that you know they've done a pretty good job of phasing things and following the schedule so when it's all said and done
2: we'll be glad they did it i believe yeah yeah especially with those utility lines underneath there
5: certainly a necessary project you know and i know that some of the downtown businesses have hurt a little bit because of it and i i sure feel for them and i hope they can weather the storm and and come back and and looking forward to main street being open here before too long and then there's one more little phase i believe for next summer and and we'll be in good shape downtown
2: well i'll tell you this uh, you never realize how much you take main street until you can't
5: Absolutely. <laughs> you know. uh, yeah, absolutely you know yeah absolutely you know i turn on to him and go oh man i forgot uh, yeah. <laughs> i do <that> <laughs> yeah. me and the yeah. wife had to do some backing up the other day yeah. oh that's right yeah yeah yep that's right
2: <laughs> uh speaking of projects uh, where are we at on the uh brook street project
3: well um i i kind of look at it in three phases the first phase of course was the, the retaining wall that they built and the walkway up and then. the the second phase is what they're working on now, which is creating a parking space up above and putting the kind of walkway in, you know, f- kind of at the, or the second s- floor entrances into the courthouse. Finish that up, and then I think next spring, they'll start on the very bottom part, which is the actual green space part of it. So I think that's a pretty good way to look at it. Don't you, Nick?
5: Yeah, absolutely, and I do know that one thing that's really important is once they got into it, it discovered that that the old water line into the courthouse certainly needed replaced. And so that is going to occur starting on Monday. And so just for everybody's knowledge, starting Monday when they start replacing that water line into the courthouse, then the west entrance on the second floor of the courthouse will be closed to the public and and the employees and everyone else, so you'll need to come in either on the east side of the courthouse or come in the bottom floor into the courthouse there because that second story will be closed right there's where the water line comes into the building and and uh, that'll be torn up for probably two or three weeks there
2: now for those who may not know what uh, what prompted this project to take place the whole project the whole project itself yeah just kind of a reminder for folks why are why why did we tear brook street up
3: Well, first of all, for years and years and years, we dealt with a big safety problem at the bottom. And and for years and years and years, we worked with the city to try and get it abandoned. And finally, we did. The city abandoned it and it became county property. And then we had to do something with it. So we wanted to do something appealing to the community and kind of add to the courthouse in general. So that's kind of how it all developed. It's been years and years and years and years of working away at it, and yeah. now it's finally happened.
5: And that that street was closed, of course, in the winter for many years, right. and and the grade of that street made it so that it wouldn't meet any kind of qualifications for being within the city now. Yeah, you know, when it of course it would have been grandfathered in, but but um, a lot of different ideas, a lot of community involvement. There was a whole lot of people in the community very important in working together to to try and make this come about and and uh, then we were lucky to get some some grant funding as well and work towards this project
2: now that grant funding was safety a big issue with achieving that
5: I believe through the, the state, through YDOT, yes, safety yeah. was a really big issue there. Well, like There's you said, you know, concern. when it comes
2: to the newer ordinances and standards of construction, I'm sure that they probably wouldn't have authorized that street <laughs> to be built today.
3: Correct. Well, you know, I, I, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm pretty sure that that water line that we're replacing the upper part that goes up to the Justice Office, that could be the original line that was put in there and... 1913 when they wow. built the, the old jail. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm pretty sure. To memory, is. you don't remember. So, so imagine no. that a
5: no. 110-year-old water line would need replaced. Isn't that really something? <laughs> it's kind of strange, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. We've, uh, yeah. we've
2: got a caller, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, if you could throw those headphones on for me, Commissioner. All righty, go ahead, caller. You're on public pulse
6: yes thank you and i hope you haven't already had a discussion on this i tuned in a little late um the hundred thousand that the the county commissioners approved for um the hub for their transportation system the city had prior to the commissioners also given to the um uh, hubs transportation access to a hundred thousand worth of gasoline from the city's accounts but at any rate regarding this I understood that uh, there's an echo or a feedback here. I can hear myself. I understood that the hub was to be in receipt of some grant money. I don't know whether it was federal or state of Wyoming money, but they need a matchy match. And so the county commissioners met that match. So it was to keep the buses running. And here is my question. Given the fact that the city of Sheridan has had great difficulties in maintaining private sector transportation busing, uh, I don't know the logistics of it, but it doesn't occur. The service area for the bus, the normal transit stops, and then they do take the bus and they go up to Story or maybe they'll go out to Bighorn, et cetera, or they'll come to people's houses and pick them up. When will the commissioners... Take another look at the books on the practicality of the range that this service um, serves. It may be just too big to sustain it maybe needs some tweaking. I don't know, but but i'm I'm wondering if the commissioners would reflect a little bit. I know this is tedious, but could you say looking into the future, six months down the road? Will you be re-examining this commitment of get on the bus, Gus? I don't know whether this was federal money or state money, and I would really like to know that. So I just that's my question, and I'll get off the line and listen.
3: Uh, Vicki, it's, uh, it's, it's one cent money, the money that we've provided so far. And kind of a crucial part of our meeting was the Senior Center. Everybody recognizes that the current model can't sustain itself funding-wise. It's just a victim of its own success, right? And it's a valuable uh, addition to the community, and we support it. But at, at what level do you do you do you stop do you stop funding it? In other words, if it's going to be an increase every year, we need to look at the whole model and uh, senior city, senior center, and city and the county. All kind of agreed we need to get together and assess the whole deal because it's not sustainable under its current operation we just can't keep increasing the funds every year and everybody kind of agrees it needs to be looked at for sure
5: and truthfully I can't tell you if I know there is a matching grant I am not positive if that's state or federal money either but um, I'm sure that the the people at the hub could tell you that um, that it is this money does go toward matching the grant I will tell you that um, I also sit on the tripartite board and um, and one of the things that several years ago there was a, a study done and transportation was considered the biggest issue in our community. Um, a year ago when that study was done, transportation was not considered as a big issue because the problem's been fairly well solved here with this situation. No question it's expensive especially given the that $100,000 worth of fuel that the city's given them certainly isn't the same as it would have been two or three years ago. So so that's the situation. But it's as Commissioner Ringley said, it's a short-term solution, and we need to find a long-term solution. And we have agreed with the hub and the city to sit down and look at it and try and come up with something that is more sustainable. And
2: on... On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with our Sheridan County Commissioners right after this. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930KROE and 103.9 FM, Sheridan.
4: Tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank & Trust, we understand that where you bank matters, and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer. You're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank & Trust,
1: Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com
0: This is my half-brother Sam (laughs) I've been filming him
2: since he was 11
6: (laughs) Oh my god Oh Joyce This is his mom
2: I felt so special around her Joyce is here and Sam She would dance to music with me on her shoulders
6: When he was 14 she
1: vanished without telling anyone What do two film-obsessed brothers do to solve this family mystery? At age 17, Sam and his brother take a road trip to find Sam's mom. Using every video format you can imagine, they make a movie as they travel thousands of miles looking for her. So when we set
3: out to find your mom, did you get what you wanted?
1: Of this year's films at the Wild Film Festival, September 28th through October 1st. See the weekend lineup and get your tickets now at wildfilmfest.org.
0: Designing Dinner's Sagewood North Cafe has grab-and-go lunch specials for all your outdoor picnicking, camping, and get-togethers. Their tarragon chicken stuffed avocado salad and fresh dill potato salad are perfect for a light and refreshing meal. Need to bring a side dish to an event? Pick up some homemade pie made with love and the freshest ingredients. Designing Dinner's Sagewood North Cafe has everything you need for lunch or dinner. Visit them at designing-dinners.com and on Facebook to see the full menu. It's the final day of the fall online auction at sharedmedia.com and we've got a Samsung extra-large load washer from Appliance Max. This washer has a place where you can pre-treat items right in the washer and no time spent over the utility sink. Retail value, $999. Starting bid, $499. There's a matching dryer on the auction, too. Tons of items. Don't miss out. Shop the fall online auction at sharedmedia.com It ends tonight at 8 o'clock.
2: Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting this morning. I'm in here laughing with Sheridan County Commissioners Nick Sittle and Tom Ringley going over uh, old junior high shop stories. <laughs> good times, good times. Now, uh, in the first half, we talked about the Brooks Street Project, and uh, we're going we're gonna to switch over to another project going on here. What's going on with the Soldier Creek Road improvement? What was the need for that?
5: Well, the, a lot of the problem with the Soldier Creek Road is um, right when you start on the Soldier Creek Road at the end of 5th Street, there's a hill there, and we had some real drainage issues there where the water was washing out sides of the road and, and uh, making it fairly unsafe, and so um, then also on down around the corner, um, there's guardrail and guardrail across the creek, and of course, over the years, graveling the road there gets to be berms build up along those and and the guardrail was basically six or eight inches high and kind of not doing its purpose anymore so so we did let a contract and and we've improved improving the drainage down the hill down on soldier creek road and then replacing um, all those uh, guardrails across the bridge and down along the side and then and then did a project of clearing some of the the debris out of the fence and out of the road right around that corner there to try and improve the sight distance and make it a little uh a little safer to go around the corner there where the soldier bridge is
2: now when it comes to water management and diverting a lot of these uh, little mini streams that can happen with even some of the smallest storms what would you say is the percentage of of water management when it comes to looking at our county roads because usually just about every road we talk about there's something having to do with drainage
5: and that that's for sure and uh and it's really important that and as we grade the roads we of course try and clean the borrow pits as best we can and and pay really close attention to culverts that's right. one of the things and especially in the winter those culverts will get full of ice and then they quit working and then ice builds up on the road and so trying to keep culverts clean and replaced and and the entrances into the culverts so they're not plugged and and it's just an ongoing process all the time.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh the weather's going to happen around you and erosion's <laughs> going to happen right along with it. Now, how much is this project costing the county?
5: Boy, I don't know for sure the answer to that. It was um Northern Underground was the lowest bidder. It went out to bids. I I think it I, you know I, I truthfully I'm not going to say a number because I can't remember exactly
3: I, I can't either <laughs> <laughs>
5: but it was you know it was a project that right. was budgeted for and it was the and it was the lowest bid on the project and and they have until the end of October to get it completed um they were out there setting posts on guardrail this morning
2: oh I fantastic so so we're just about done
5: it's you, I'd say it's at least 50 percent completed they've been working on it probably about a month and and it's it will be done by the end of October
2: what about Wolf Creek Road
5: so Wolf Creek Road um is a sharing project with the town of Ranchester and right there coming out of Ranchester onto Wolf Creek where the tongue River um where the park the Ranchester parks right across the road there anybody is familiar with flood season it was really cutting into the edge of the road there and so worked together with the town of ranchester to do a project there to create a, a better berm along the edge of the creek and then and then improve and resurface that road surface was in bad shape and and get that road all cleaned up and taken care of and that project is substantially complete and it also will be done by the end of october
2: when it comes to funding road projects like this we have a special fund specifically to take care of this correct
3: well, we do. We have a county road fund. Right, yeah. <clears throat> you know, we have that. And and all this is, is, is uh, you know, planned out. But like Nick said, to cooperating with the town of Ranchester. So, you know, we just accumulate the funds and uh, make a work plan and, and do it.
5: And a year ago, well, basically two years ago, we bid this project. And, and the bids were so high that we couldn't do right, it. Right, right. Really. And so then last year we bid it again and and uh the there was uh, more contractors and a little less work going on i think and and so we were able to get down into the range where we could do it and we cost shared it with the city of ranchester um to make it work so they're
2: picking up a, a bit of the bill as well
5: correct and then and then they will take that portion of the road the first portion of the road and then that will become part of their maintenance area And then we'll maintain the bulk of Wolf Creek Road.
2: Now, when we're looking at future projects and things that are uh, in the pipeline, I mean, because like you said, it could take years to really get shovels in the ground. From the time we got to look at what's wrong, we got to figure out how to fix it, and then we got to bid everything out. That can be a long process. (coughs) And the whole time that's taking place, we're looking at how we're going to fund this and is it in the right amount. What future projects are in the pipeline right now?
5: Well, one of the things that we've been working with is, is Wyoming Department of Transportation has a uh, has a big program for bridge replacement in the state, and uh, so we've been working with them on bridge replacement. Um, the Monarch Bridge is going to be replaced very soon, and it's a, uh, I guess mr ringley you're the historian but i think it's the most historic bridge in wyoming right now perhaps Uh,
3: apparently it is the last bridge
5: of its ilk whatever that is
3: that kind of structure i i I think they said it's the last remaining one in wyoming
5: wow and it's if you've ever been out there it's um it's got the the car traffic on the bridge but then it also has a railroad siding right off of it so there's railroad the railroad used the same bridge as the as the cars did and so that being a very historic project it's taken a while to get it put together and and what is going to be done that bridge is going to be picked up padlock ranch has very generously agreed to allow some of their land to be used there and that bridge is then going to be displayed there and and we'll put up the parking lot and our historic preservation committee will prepare some signs and and stuff and so that bridge will actually be displayed right there close to the site
2: oh wow so it'll actually be a site that you can go and learn about how these bridges so
3: so bridge aficionados can go out and look at it that's
2: amazing
5: (laughs) and and then and then the other we have another bridge that's on their program right now which is the bridge at parkman that goes over the railroad track right at parkman and that's the next bridge that'll be completed And, and as you said floyd one of the things that that is really interesting you get bids on this and there are only so many contractors out there that build bridges yeah and so with this big statewide program um it's hard to get enough bids to to get it done because it just it moves the the timeline out just with the contractors that are available
2: they just seem they're just so busy right yeah right wow.
5: and so it moves the timeline out and and you know you talk about projects going on every year we designate um some roads that need new gravel and you know we're just constantly evaluating all the roads and working on all the roads and and uh we'll be working with the federal government on the flap federal land access program um as we know the, the red grade road is going to be worked on in the future as well
2: now that project i've actually heard uh about in the pipeline trying to improve that situation what's the big problem there
5: well, I, I guess in my mind the big problem is just safety of that road. That road's narrow and it's rough and, and there's some safety issues. I know there's people out there really concerned about us doing anything with it, but but I think that the initial prospect is to try and improve the drainage for one thing and then maybe just make a couple more pull-out type areas where people can right. actually meet on Red Grade just, Road. Just yeah.
3: make it a little wider in certain areas, but it's not going to be... a another Dayton Kane it's not going to be you know it's, it's just going to improve what we've got make it a little safer
2: yeah yeah And I, I think everybody uh, has been in that situation if you've driven around on uh, a lot of back roads where you meet someone right in the middle and one of us is backing up that's
5: right <laughs> I mean
2: one of and us that, is and backing that's a little
5: up. hard if you're on red grade on a corner and and you get one wheel off of that road on the wrong side
2: <laughs> you're in a world of you're going to take a you little know, trip you're, that you're you don't want
5: to take that's right you're in a world of hurt so just just to improve the safety of it and make it so it's possible to actually meet in a few other places
3: so there, there you know there's a school of thought that if you improve it that's just going to make more people come yeah well more people are already coming yeah you know, they're here and they're using it and so uh, we just need to do whatever we can to make it a little bit safer
2: absolutely yeah yeah that, that's not something that's just going to stop overnight is it Tom? no now coming up wyoming association of county officers conference scheduled to take place next week in casper uh, on the agenda uh, house bill 60 changed the way public funds are to be handled Can you elaborate on this a little bit for me
5: well so now all county officers are going to be required um, through house bill 60 to take a eight hour course um, on management of public funds in the state of wyoming and that's going to be required by all elected officials and actually I, i was doing some reading on it yesterday it might even end up down to being like school boards and those type oh, of people wow. too who handle public funds but initially um we're being we're taking it and and so in conjunction with our conference where everybody already gets together anyway they set aside the first day basically so we can all get our eight hours of credit workshop in and on management of public funds And and you know let's be truthful about it there can't be too much information on i mean there's got to be it's always good to to have a file there where this is what's acceptable and what's not and and uh so might be i'm, I'm actually think it might be somewhat interesting yeah so
2: <clears throat> and and tom what do you think you're really good with uh the no, budget no. and money and <laughs> well
3: i'll tell you what just when you think you know it all you find out you don't know it all, and so anytime there's an opportunity, I have no idea what, what's going to be in the course. Yeah, and some of it will probably be a rehash of stuff we already know. Yeah. But uh, hey, I'm all for if there's a better way to skin a cat out there, something I should know. I'm going, so I'm going. All, all the commissioners are going, including our newest one, Holly Jennings. So we're going to go down, and take the course. We will we'll report to you afterwards. Yeah, I would love to know uh,
2: what they changed, (laughs) if if anything, or if this is like a refresher on, hey, okay, so this is how we legally do this, and that would be illegal. Yeah, that would be interesting. All right, on that, we're going to take another quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll continue with our Sheridan County Commissioners right after this. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930KROE, 103.9 FM, Sheridan.
4: Are you tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank & Trust, we understand that where you bank matters, and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer. You're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank & Trust member fdic
0: mossholders wants you to be ready for guests this upcoming holiday season so right now all dining room furniture is on sale mossholders has a large in-stock selection of dining sets but if you can't find the perfect set in our showroom all orders are on sale too Even better, almost all orders will arrive in time for Thanksgiving and Christmas, so you can make memories around a new dining set this year. Choose from tables that seat 10 or 12 guests or downsize and find a set perfect for four or two people. That's Moss Holders Dining Room Sale going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion.
6: Hi, this is Jill Bates. And this is Colton Bates with the Bates team at Best. You may have seen our new billboard driving south on coffee with myself and Colton's smiling faces.
0: What it also has are some kind words from our clients' reviews, and they're the very things we take pride in delivering at Best.
6: The best quality, service, and whatever it takes attitude is the standard we set for our work in real estate
0: the red sign on our clients properties means more than a transaction it's a relationship with our clients who
6: deserve the absolute best we love what we do and are passionate about it so if you're looking to buy or sell real estate our team is here to put our best foot forward for you
0: give us a call today at 675 best and visit bestwy.net. probably proudly brokered by exp this is dan with captain clean if you find water inside your home don't panic captain clean is always on standby 24 7 Our trained and certified experts and staff will help you start to finish. From identifying the issue, extracting water, detecting moisture deep within your walls, ceilings, and floors, to utilizing state-of-the-art equipment and techniques that ensure your home is completely dry and feels new again. Call Captain Clean today at 6720726 and don't let unexpected water ruin your day.
1: I'm here with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Powersports.
4: Tommy, hi. It's September, and you know what that means. Pumpkin spice? Well, no, Tommy, it's hunting season. And that means it's time to get your car side-by-side and ATV serviced. You tune your bow, you need to tune your transportation. The last thing you want to worry about is being stranded on the mountain.
1: Yeah, good thinking.
4: Even if you're not a hunter, now is a great time to get your vehicle serviced before winter hits. Remember, we can service all makes and models for automotive and power sports.
1: Call Sheridan Honda and Powersports. Power Sports to schedule your service today.
2: Your search for office supplies starts right here at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We've stocked our office supply department with supplies that meet your everyday work challenges. Our online store at SheridanCommercial.com, where you can explore and discover exclusive deals and compare prices with a few clicks. So whether you prefer the in-store experience at 303 Broadway or the digital office store at SheridanCommercial.com, the Sheridan Commercial Company and office supply store is your partner, open seven days a week we okay. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning I'm joined by Sheridan County Commissioners Tom Ringley and Nick Siddle. On October 4th, the public hearing on the proposed Columbus Creek land swap at the Fairgrounds Exhibit Hall will take place at 5.30 p.m. What are the details surrounding this uh, particular land swap, Commissioners? well
3: the 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 details are that they they want to do a land swap you know
2: (laughs) well uh, who who wants to swap with you well
5: so so there's a there's a section of land that's on columbus peak which is um which is very close to the mountain um that is right now accessible basically by foot or horseback only to get in there but there is legal access to it and um, columbus peak ranch has proposed swapping that piece of property with a piece of property that's just immediately east of dayton um, that's that's very accessible by the county road at that point in time but there's a whole lot of the public that believes that um, the columbus peak property is is better property is more valuable property is a lot more wildlife type property and 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 the hardcore outdoorsmen who are willing to walk up there find some excellent hunting and fishing whereby the property that they want to swap for is probably a lower quality property um with less wildlife on it but it's more accessible and so there's there's been a committee working on this it's it's been before the slip board and and they've tabled it before and uh there's been a committee working on it in our community rick clark has been a a really big pusher of this and and they've they've been working really hard trying to stop this land swap or come up with something more amenable with the landowner um, for access there's also a reservoir on that property that's outstanding fishing and uh, so basically um mr clark came to us and asked if we would um send a letter asking for a public hearing before they actually went to a vote on the state level to determine and so what we did is we agreed to basically request the public hearing and and we did the county commissioners requested the public hearing and now the state will be holding the public hearing and that'll be on october 4th
2: fantastic so if sportsmen out there will want to add their two cents on that very very issue of you know hey if this is a better piece of land for sportsmen at least we're benefiting from that we might have uh, more difficulty getting to it but it can be gotten to
3: well they they, they want to make sure that they're heard, and uh, you know having a public hearing in cheyenne I mean how many people are going to travel down to cheyenne so we're going to have one here mm-hmm. all facilitated by a slip we're, we're just kind of accommodating everybody but we just want to make sure that everybody in sheridan county gets to be
2: to be heard absolutely and if you would like to be heard one more time on october 4th at 5 30 p.m the public hearing on the proposed columbus creek land swamp will be at the fairgrounds exhibit hall correct that's where you need to be okay Uh, Moving on down the line, you had a meeting this morning with the airport, sir. How'd that go? Well, just a community air service team, cast Went really well.
3: Things are on a good track for the airport. You know, usage is up. Um, Everything is just, at the moment, going really well. We're not even having to pay much money for the, you know, the revenue guarantee. Business is that good. So, and hopefully, we're looking at... uh, in the fall sometime, they're talking about adding two more weekly flights. be up to 14 from 12. Oh, wow. Not exactly sure when that's going to happen, but we're, we're pretty much assured it will. So at the moment, things are
2: really going well at, uh, with air service and at the airport. Is everything copacetic when it comes to the construction that was happening out there and the equipment that we were waiting on?
3: <clears throat> yeah, the, the terminal is basically done. There's one, one little material difference. We didn't get the right material, but nobody would really notice that. So pretty soon here we're going to have an open house. Oh, fantastic. People can come up and look at it. It's, re- it's really great if you go up there and meet people now and trying to get their baggage it's just like a real airport you know i mean it's, it's,
5: <laughs> we I have mean, a baggage carousel really we have uh yeah. air counter really nice counters for the rental car places and uh, yeah. and the ticketing area is way more friendly and yeah. and the whole airport situation is great and and we've also recently just completed a chip seal project and and runway line painting which is of course summertime work and and uh, our airport is just just a booming part of our community
2: which is fantastic i mean booming it up to the point where they're talking about adding two more flights i think is that that's great right. uh, you know a lot of people may think that the air service kind of falls off in the fall but we're bringing in a lot of hunters aren't we
3: oh yeah the usage is i mean it's like 90 percent load factor you know i mean so service is being used for sure
2: now uh before i get to the final questions here i wanted to ask you what else is in the pipeline that you're looking forward to say next meeting
5: um you know we uh we just are always uh looking at at anything in the community more projects out there that the the county needs to work on but but right now um our budget is set our uh our we, we now have a full roll of five commissioners and and everything's set to go forward and uh, and we're just looking forward to to problem solving in the county we don't have any specific things i think on the line right now do we Commissioner no Greenville? we
3: don't kind of keep things going and make sure that uh, all the services that we're supposed to be offering to the community get, get done you know i mean that's what that, we're a service organization that's why we're here to make sure that the community has the services they're supposed to have, according to Wyoming State statute and everything else. Mm-hmm. So that's our
5: job. I guess one other thing I would mention is if you've been out on North Main lately by the sheriff's office out front there, oh, right. um, our, our coroner building is on, is nearing completion out there. And so that's really exciting for us to be able to move into our own facility with our coroner and out of being dependent upon, upon um, basically the funeral homes to to do our corner business we'll have our corner with his office out there and 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 we'll be able to handle everything directly on site out there and and if you haven't noticed just go out on north main um where you used to eat kentucky fried chicken but uh, just just north of that just north of there that's where our corner building is so if you see that construction out there that's a really exciting thing and that corner building will be done um i believe in the next couple months yeah, getting, yeah. very,
3: getting very close
2: and that yeah. is a big step isn't it i mean adding a whole another office with a facility like that because that's not an easy facility to just throw
3: well it's not it, throw has, together. You know, it has an autopsy room and yeah. a, and a, a cooler you know all the stuff that we had to depend on other places around the community before will have on all under one roof and one operation so it's a new It's a new step for Sheridan County because for 100 years it was done the other way. So now we're kind of changed course, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be successful.
5: And, of course, one of the things, the equipment is very specialized. You don't just... uh, or, or you're not getting that off, Amazon, off right. Amazon no I mean <laughs> you know the, the the equipment is very specialized and I don't I don't uh, pretend to know anything about it but right, but either. you have to have very specialized equipment and and very specialized machines and so it's it's going to be fascinating <clears> to be able to tour it when we get it done and uh And see exactly what all is there
2: you know it's one of those things uh, we we as a culture are not big on talking about death but uh, you know in a leadership position you've got to address every single factor for your community and uh, a coroner and the services that they provide are are definitely top of that list okay moving on down the line Commissioner Holly Jennings was sworn in on Tuesday morning to replace Commissioner Thompson Alan Thompson until the next general election. Uh when's the last time you saw uh former Commissioner Thompson? Is uh he he getting ready to kind of settle into his new position?
3: Oh I've seen him at the Lions Club meeting in Bighorn recently, and uh, his is a job where he, he works out of his house but he travels a lot. Yeah travels a lot he's in he's in fine fed. he's happy in his new job and uh that's all i know
5: and uh, he'll be very active of course during the legislature he'll be in cheyenne the entire legislative session um working down there and and yeah he's he's very excited about what he's got going on and and best of luck to him there
2: now there was a bit of controversy to say the least surrounding the selection process of holly jennings as the new county commissioner why did the commission decide to defer that decision to the justice?
3: Well, each commissioner has to make their own decision, right? It's just like any other item that comes before us that's fairly controversial or important. You know, the individual commissioners, they get a lot of input from the community. You know, and personally, you know, I had input from the community uh... that kind of led me to believe that i was not sure i supported the three candidates so i chose not to support them which doesn't mean anything because i'll tell you what the fact that i didn't support uh, commissioner jennings uh... doesn't mean anything about our working relationship in fact probably i would suspect in the election before last holly probably didn't vote for me right right well, so what that doesn't mean anything she's now an official commissioner. She sits right by me uh we have all greeted her professionally and you know we're willing to work with her, so we're all on board as one body and uh, I'm hopeful about the future but anyway, at the time, that was a position I took based on the inputs that I had and that was pure and simple it
5: you know we we weren't uh we weren't treading on new ground here in this situation um um, it happened very recently in Campbell County, also happened very recently in Goshen County, and it happened in Sheridan County and way back in 1961, but, but we weren't really treading on new ground. And uh, looking at the situation where there were um, nine people available when the, when the Republican Party looked at them initially, um, we just thought maybe it deserved a little different look than, than what we were receiving at the time.
2: And so that was uh, the, the reason why you go, went ahead and voted to the, I guess you could say, your conscience, and uh, allowed Judge Darcy Phillips to go ahead and make that selection.
3: Right? Yeah. You, ha- you know, each, everybody has to make their own decision, and uh, <clears throat> that's that's the way it worked out. But uh, it worked out. The process was followed. You know, we did go through the whole process. Uh, we had the option and independence to take whatever position we took in this particular matter and that's what we did
2: all right and uh i'm i'm satisfied with that answer when it comes to uh heading out and enjoying the fall uh this winter uh did you say you were planning on heading up to the mountain soon
5: yes sir i went up yesterday and looked around a little bit and reserved myself a camper spot at bear lodge and as soon as we get back from the uh from the state meeting next week the season opens on Sunday I'll be headed up the mountain Friday afternoon and uh, and looking around and seeing what's out there and and just enjoying the enjoying the countryside it's certainly not the end of the world if I if I shoot something <laughs> or don't but just enjoy the outing in the fall and and getting out with my buddies and looking over the country and and hopefully fill the freezer as well how about but, you Todd but,
3: but if you miss you can still say you've been hunting and
5: that experience, right? <laughs> that's there correct. You and you don't, don't get all bloody and tired. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You got nothing to clean up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> Didn't right. have
2: to process anything this year. Right. Uh, commissioners, I want to thank you for coming in this morning and speaking with me. Uh, greatly appreciate you taking the time.
5: Thank you, Floyd.
2: Thank you. All right. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
0: First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce is receiving these funds for random drawing.
4: We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC.
0: Are you ready to turn a page on your career? McDonald's restaurants in Sheridan have an exciting opportunity. McDonald's is on the lookout for a dynamic full-time shift manager to lead the team starting at an impressive $21 per hour. This open to close position including weekends offers stability and opportunities for advancement. This shift manager position has a starting pay of $21 per hour. Visit mchire.com to submit your application online or drop by any McDonald's location in Sheridan to pick up an application.
5: Running, falling, standing up again and standing up
0: again. Between July and September 2022, a recording endeavor called the wyo Folk Project was engineered in Hoback, Wyoming. The compilation ultimately became an album of 14 previously unreleased works by 14 of Wyoming's celebrated songwriters.
6: I just blame someone, but the jury's
2: hung.
0: Join Jalon Crossland, Sarah Sample, Aaron Davis, and many more as they perform the WyO Folk Project live tonight at 7 in Sheridan's WyO Theater. Get your tickets today at the box office or online at yotheater.com. It's the Ramsey Show, talk radio, where debt is dumb and cash is king. Tune in weekdays at noon on Smart Talk 106.3. Do you
1: happen to remember last winter, the snow, the ice, getting stuck in the driveway? New tires help. Prepare this winter. Stop in Midas Tire and Auto for a no-cost tire evaluation. Midas will help you find the right tire for the right price. And now, during the fall tire event, save $140 on Michelin tires through September. If you're looking for Hancock or Cooper tires, then wait till October. Buy three, get one free. Getting and keeping you safely on the road. Minus Tire and Auto, East Brundage Lane and Sheridan.
0: It's the final day of the fall online auction at sharedimedia.com. You can extend your outdoor living space time way into the fall with patio sets from Carol's Furniture. High quality furniture built to withstand our extreme weather. Bidding starts at 50% off a retail value. We have tons of items, health, beauty, dining, entertainment, and a lot more. The fall online auction at sharedamedia.com ends tonight at 8 p.m. 103.9
1: FM is News Talk 930. KROE, Sheridan.
6: K-R-O-E.